0: It's weird for, for the last like, I don't know, I was going to say 60 days, but maybe it's the last 15 years. All I've been doing is interviewing people who are at the top of the mating, at the mating, mating game. You know, people want strong, fast, handsome, like amazing expressions of people's DNA. And I, I was just tripping about that. I, there, right before the podcast, I always take a shower and I always trip on. On, there's always something new popping in my brain. I'm like, oh my god! And, and what made me think of that is, is you, you're already your wife. You've already been captured, right? You have a wife and a child. You've already begun the process of spreading these yep. these these genes.
1: Yep. And I'm winning a girl in October. You're what? I'm winning a, another a baby girl in October. Also. Oh,
0: yep. that's
1: awesome! What did you call it? Winning a baby girl.
0: Oh, baby. Oh, baby girl. And what, do you have a girl or a boy now? A boy. How old are you? I'm 25. Holy cow! Does everyone say you look really young? <laughs> no. No?
1: <laughs> I think it's great, though. No?
0: Yeah, you look so young. Yeah, Brian looks young today too. I should have shaved. <laughs> I could have looked like I was 52 instead of four, instead of 62. <laughs> um, some people won't come on the show, and you came on the show, and I can't thank you enough. It's it's a
1: thanks for having a, me.
0: Yeah, it's an honor, uh, just a few days. I, I really, really, really mean that. I know that you are about to, um, push your body and your mind further than maybe you ever have in your life. I know you've been preparing for that. And so to let, uh, Brian and I creep into your headspace, um, <laughs> we will, we will walk gently and we will tiptoe around in order to hopefully not, not damage anything. Although I assume it's pretty, ha- pretty hard. You must have a very strong mind just to get to where you've gotten to, huh?
1: Yep. No, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Where are you right now? I'm um, across at Mayhem in the media studio room.
0: You are in the Mayhem empire. Yep. Is that hard to get an invite?
1: Uh, No, not really, actually.
0: I I, I don't believe you.
1: No, for real. I mean, if you want to come, just let me know. I'll, I'll try to fix something for you.
0: Yeah, uh, what would I what would I do there? Like dust off the weights, make sure the ropes are <laughs> check the ropes to make sure they don't need to be replaced. How does someone How does someone get um, the opportunity? I would think if I was wanted to go to the CrossFit Games, there would be no better place to be, no better place to be. Not with Tia, not with Matt, not with anyone than to get into the Mayhem Empire. Rich has Rich and his team must have the most experience, hands down um the most knowledge the most equipment um atmosphere i mean it, it 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 must be the premier place and and so i'm guessing there's some application process they weren't just like oh yeah samuel come on over you want to go to the games
1: Uh actually it's it's been like that for me um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh, poor rich. Now he,
0: he's going to get 100 100 DM's wanting uh, to come there right away.
1: No, but like a quick story is uh so I applied to do the Mam Compete uh as a training uh 2 years ago mm-hmm. after the Mam Classic and um a couple months after that <clears throat> I reached out to a guy his name is Jake Lurker so he's uh the Mam programmer for the Mam Compete with Rich here. And I was like, Hey, um, is there possible? Like, is there any way I can get the programming for free? Because I'm a pro, like, poor athlete right now <laughs> and I cannot pay for programming. It was like, Oh, yeah, heck, uh, for sure. Just like do some story and post on Instagram. So I was like, Oh, thanks. And <clears throat> I think like one month after that, I get an invite to come down here and train with the, with the crew. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. And since then, I've been here a couple of times.
0: So basically you started doing the mayhem programming. You were posting it on your Instagram. They were obviously you would tag them. They would obviously come and take a peep, and they're like shit. And they recruited you because yep. they saw that you were you represented the brand well. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. And then when you get there, is there? Um, they obviously know you're capable of doing the programming. You have the discipline, the strength, the 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 courage, the speed, whatever it takes. But how about like the personality? How do you know when your personality is a fit?
1: Ah. Uh, Honestly, I've been really surprised when the first time I came here because we, uh, I mean, yes, with Rich, but every, with everybody else here, Taysia, Ailey, Rory, everyone here, uh, we all shame kind of the same values in life. So it was pretty easy for me to fit inside of that. And it's been actually super nice being around them outside of the gym and learn from them and their lifestyle. And I'm really grateful for that.
0: Yeah, I was watching the piece this morning. Um that 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 the that mayhem produced. It's like uh, 29 minutes long. Very well produced. It has I, th- I think I, it's Rory's voice that is uh, doing the voiceover, and it's about you and what's the young man's name? D'Angelo An- Angelo, yeah. A- or is his name D'Angelo or Angelo? Angelo. What's his last name?
1: The D- Dico if I D- s- yeah, say D- it D- right, I n- I'm not sure. The D- D- Chico, maybe. Yeah.
2: You're fusing the first and last name. We already know yeah. your track uh, record with names.
1: I
0: wonder if he would let me call him that, D'Angelo, <laughs> just like to <laughs> mash it all up. Um, a, a, and that is one of the things you said in the piece is that um, how much you've learned from Rich that's not directly training related, that you're yeah. not just learning snatch position from him or pacing, but you're learning. But what is it that you're learning from him? Is, <clears throat> is it just Christian values? Are you Christian?
1: Um, yes and no. I mean, I'm not I'm not the guy who practices really, but I believe in that a little bit. Uh But it was more about like, what I learned from him outside of the gym has been like, there's some, I mean, we all train everybody hard every day in the gym. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every games athlete, or we're all doing the same things. We went to the gym every morning, every afternoon. We all do boat session. We all work hard. But what I learned from him is more like about when we are in the gym, being 100% present in the gym, and after that, when we left the barn or the gym, it's, I'm a, I'm a human, I'm not just athlete full-time, 100% of the time, so it's, for me, well, it was good to learn that, that I've, I can be an athlete inside the gym, and that's, after that, I can be Sam, the nice guy, the nice human being, and live kind of a, a normal life outside of the gym, and enjoying more uh, good things and cool things to do outside of training outside of the gym I don't, know, I don't know if it makes sense but
0: i'm gonna ask you a follow-up question hold on to make more sense i'm gonna pause this for one second uh it, it makes sense can you give us an example an example are, are you suggesting that there's like a a, a two different um samuel Cornway Cornway? A? Yeah, no,
1: that yeah that's good yeah
0: thank you well brian's been teaching me <laughs> Your names come up many times
1: so example um like a quick one the whole Sam, the whole athlete of Sam, like, let's say, like, in the past, if I had a bad morning in the gym, like, I have a bad workout and I'm, I'm, I wasn't, like, really happy with how I, how I train, I would still think about it the whole day. And it would take energy for me to do, like, because I was thinking just about that stupid workout. And honestly, it's just training. It's not important. The goal in training is just to give you 100% every day. And everybody have a bad day. And what I learned here with Rich and the crew at the barn is, it's okay to have a bad day of training in the morning and but when the training is done just get over it don't think about it anymore and when you come back in the afternoon make sure you're going to push harder and just to prove to yourself that this morning was a bad day and it's not because you have one bad one bad workout in your morning session it's mean that your whole day is fuck I mean you can still train harder for the rest of the day
0: um do you think that you'll be able to take that lesson with you when you leave or is that something that um I guess you don't know yet, but you're saying definitely it's easier there with people of like mine. But do you think you'll be able to take that with you when you leave and you train oh, yeah. at home? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: So let me just give give an example. So you're let's say there was a hundred meter handstand course you had to do, and you tried it four times, and you always fell at one spot. Normally, then you would be thinking about it the whole day, like how the fuck did I fall down there over and over and over. And yeah. now you're like, okay, I'm gonna let it go. And then when you come back, you just try again as hard as you can.
1: Yeah. And me personally if I'm doing something wrong in training or I don't like the way I did it I might try it again the next day or try something different with the same movement to get to make sure it's it was just a bad day and it's not like something I'm not good at. And sometimes it's worse sometimes it doesn't work but it's part of the game.
0: How, how long have you been doing the the mayhem programming? <clears throat> Two years? now. And it last year before the games did you come for this games camp? Yep. Okay, so this is your second time. Yep. And um, how, how long do you stay there? How long do you show up before the games?
1: So this year, I've been here for the last 10, 11 weeks now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've been here the whole summer. Yeah. I wanted to make sure this year is going to be a great year for me.
0: Wow. And, and so, so tell me, where did you come from again?
1: So I'm from Quebec, Montreal, Canada. So, yeah, it's been a hard time to leave my family at home and being here. But at the same time, it's, I have a dream, I have a goal, and I want to accomplish them. And my family and my girlfriend, they support me, so they understand why I'm doing it. And I'm really grateful for that, because otherwise it would not be possible for me to come here and just don't think about it. Um, thank God now we have FaceTime, so it's way easier just to stay like, with them and talk to them every day. But yeah,
0: When is your second child due?
1: Uh, Mid October.
0: Okay. Well, that's for that's good. Did yeah. you plan that? Yep. Yeah. You you, you <laughs> wanted to make sure the baby didn't come during the games.
1: Yep. I wanted to make sure it was a, the off season.
0: How 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 accommodating is your um? Is your what is your wife with this, and does she get help from your parents? Yeah. Or, and her parents?
1: Yeah. Both. Both of them. Yeah. No. Yeah. And thank thanks for them because it's, it's uh, it will be harder for sure if we. Uh, we didn't have those help to help us with that but no yeah everybody's helping us and yeah i'm super thankful for that
0: do you do you leverage the i really don't like the word sacrifice do you leverage help me out somebody i like i, I like watching helping. you struggle um, man. do you do you leverage the fact that you have these other people who are helping you to get through your days meaning do you use that as pressure to push yourself harder like well damn my mother-in-law is helping me my wife is alone i'm losing a few months with my kids like i I can't quit like i have to finish these i have to push hard this last 30 seconds like my life depends on it like do you play those head games with yourself
1: yeah, for sure. Especially in training, like if it's super—I mean, it's super easy to train on Monday and Tuesday. You're fresh. Sunday is rest day for everybody, or barely, and so you feel great. But <clears throat> day like Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, when you get tired and your body body is sore and you don't want to train, for me it's really help, helping, helping. It's really helping me because yeah, when I don't want to train, I'm just talking about my parents, my girlfriend, my kids. Everybody here in Mayhem who is supporting me, I'm like, no, I have to do it for them today because they're there for me and they're helping me to get my to get me to my dream and making sure I can accomplish it. So yeah, sometimes it's it's really helpful for me.
0: Does your dreams seem attainable?
1: Ah, yeah. Heck yeah. And 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 how long have you been doing CrossFit? I've been competing for the last three years, full times. I, I started doing CrossFit in 2014, but like for, from 2014 to end of 17, I was doing like three or five class a week with some extra work, extra work, but nothing crazy, but I've been doing CrossFit full time now for the last three years.
0: And when you, when the, the first time you made it to, what, what was the first year you made it to the games? 2019. Um were you trying to go to the games that year no that so it was just an accident you just you were just you enjoyed competing you did really well and you're like oh shit i'm here
1: yeah i wasn't i mean it was a huge surprise uh because my goal was to make the original in 2018 and i did it so after that was like oh i made the original this year i finished i think i finished 11 that year so i was like I still, need, I still need to put a lot of word because I was kind of far off from the game spot. So I was like, maybe it's two years. So when I qualified, the next year I was like, oh, my God, I made it. And since then, every year I've been improving. And so, yeah.
0: When did, it, when did you think it was um, obtainable? Do you call yourself a CrossFit Games athlete? Yeah. Does that – and do you feel that?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm a Games athlete and one of the best in the world.
0: And when – when did that happen
1: mm. do you
0: remember the moment that you're like holy shit like i've directed 10 movies and i still don't feel like a director
1: yeah
0: i've done uh but uh but i've done 85 podcast episodes and i do feel like a podcaster so i don't know <laughs> but it didn't happen right away you know what i mean like oh yeah 20 podcasts in i'm not like shit i'm a podcaster now i'm 84 and i think i'm the best in the world i mean yeah. so something happened yep do, do you remember um, when uh, brian stop laughing at me <laughs> um you too, Samuel. Right, um, what, when did it happen? When, <laughs> when did it click? Do you remember the moment it
1: clicked? So there I, have, I have a couple moments like that. Ooh, like, so 2019, after the first day, I, I was sixth overall. So just for me, being at the game, I was like, all right, mission accomplished. I, I'm just here to have fun and try to pass the cut as much as possible. So the first day, I finished sixth overall. I was like, man, I'm good at that. I mean, I can be one of the best. So for sure, after that day, I was like super pumped and it gave me like a huge confidence for the, for, for my future. Um, the next day it went super bad, but that's part of the of the progress, I guess. And last year in the stage one online, I was didn't have any expectation. I finished 10 and I did some rookie mistake in that online competition. Otherwise I would be in the top five. So I was like, all right, I can do that. It's time now. I, I just put up, put, just work harder the next year. Believe in yourself. Trust yourself, and I can make I can make that happen. Yeah.
0: You took tenth last year.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Wow! Congratulations. By the way, that air conditioner or whatever that just turned off at ever house that is. Thank you. Um, I'm sure it's Brian. Hey, it, All it was, audio uh, problems are yeah. Brian's
2: fault. It was actually it was a train that was passing by near, near my house.
0: Oh, it was it was a world's longest train. Um, S- Samuel. Um. What were those rookie mistakes you made?
1: In, stage one, in stage one? Um, I remember...
0: Wait, wait, sorry, hold on, hold on. Brian, do you know what they are? Just, let's test Brian out here. Let's give him a role in this podcast. Are
2: you, are you asking about 2019 or 2020? Because he was a rookie in 2019. 2020. But he, but the rookie mistakes from 2020. But, but
0: Yeah. Is that right, Samuel? We're talking about 2020, right?
1: Yep.
2: Um... His events from 2020, he had some good events, some bad events. Uh, I think that the one he's probably going to be most disappointed with is the Nasty Nancy workout. I, I don't I don't know how that workout went for him, but if you look at his results from 2019, he, like he said, he did very well on the first two events at the Games, and I think the first the first cut event and Nasty Nancy event should be somewhat similar um, workouts in terms of time domain and skills that are required with running and overhead barbell work. So I'm not sure what happened there. We can maybe find out from him. I'm guessing that's one of one of them.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're good, man.
0: He's good. Okay, yeah, can he's someone good. tell me what the movements are for uh, Nasty Nancy before you tell me what, what rookie mistake you made?
1: So uh, Nasty win. Nancy was, if I remember well, five rounds, 500-meter run, 15 hovert squat at 185, 15 bar facing burpee. Am I right, wow. right
2: Yeah, I'm – I don't know if the run was 400 or 500 meters, but otherwise, yeah, that's exactly it. Yep.
0: Okay, Samuel, what was yep. the rookie mistake you made on that workout? Uh, you so, put you put 205 on the bar instead of 185.
1: No, no, no. Uh-oh. No, that kind of... That, that, that kind of <laughs> uh, no, but you see, I was afraid of that workout, uh, kind of, because running has always been something hard for me. And... I'm a strong guy with a barbell, so I was like, "Oh, maybe I should uh, drop or like just not do the overhead squat unbroken in my workout to keep my legs with the running." And but the thing is, I didn't trust myself, and my running game was good enough to, for that workout to keep that barbell unbroken. And I did the rookie mistakes to broke to break the, those overhead squat, and if even if I. I, after the after that the combination, I look at my video, I think like probably twenty times if it's not more. And if I just don't drop that barbell in that workout and I keep my poor roaring score of that combination, I would made the top five for the stage two. So I was like, all right, that was a rookie mistake. You were too scared of that workout. You should be more confident in your running because I did it. I put in the work. Now, I'm a way better runner than before, so I was like, "You can't hold down that barbell. You have to." It's, if something happened like that again this year at the games, let's say there's like a long run with every barbell, I need to be able to go unbroken. I can't.
0: Oh, uh, which sets did you break up?
1: Uh, every set actually. I, oh, except interesting. the first. Except the first one, I was like, "All right, let's make that the first one I'm broken because I'm because I'm fresh," and after that, I was breaking the overhead squad like ten and five. I'm, but the truth is, I was strong enough to hold on that barbell.
2: And he is—he is incredibly strong, especially overhead in this in the snatch and overhead squat. I I am willing to bet that if that was a live event competition, that you would have been—you would have made the adjustments in the field of play yeah. when you see some of the other guys doing it. And that, I mean, it's it's really rare to have such a high level competition where you're not going against the other guys. So it might have been like a double, yeah. a, kind of a double negative there for you.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I know there wasn't as much pressure on James Hobart as there was on you doing it there, but I was there when he tested that workout for the first time and I filmed him test it. And it was at the, uh, gym at HQ. There were probably 10 of us there, including Adrian Bosman, Dave, Lucas, but the whole, whole crew. And we weren't sure whether he was going to go unbroken, right? He was the, I, I think from what I can tell, he was the first guy ever to test it and he did the workout and he made it through unbroken and one of the first things he said when he came back was i think maybe dave said is good weight does it need to be heavier or lighter like he was debriefing with hobart something like that i'm paraphrasing and hobart says no there's going to be a lot like i did it there's going to be a lot of guys who do this unbroken and he's on this is this is and it was brutal i mean hobart was holding on for dear life um but he did it unbroken i I wonder, where did you do that workout? We did it at the
1: uh, high school track here in Cookville.
0: <clears throat> and wouldn't that be something that your coaches would tell you? Like, um, hey, Knucklehead, hey, Samuel, you're a beast. Do this unbroken.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But actually, I don't know. It's At the same time, as I know myself. And, right. But you see, when I finish the work right after the workout, I, I go to Haley. Because Ailey was doing the workout after me. I was like, don't drop that barbell. Don't drop that barbell. Just hang on. And yeah.
0: Does it end up be, does it, and, and how do you know that? Because as you pick, as you pick it up or by, at the end, you felt like you still had some gas in the tank or that when you picked it up, it felt like more work than it was worth to pick it up a second time. What, what clicks in you that makes you realize that?
1: Uh, I did the last set unbroken. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I made it unbroken. I was like, dang it. I have still have some guys in the tank. I was super tired. Don't get me wrong. I mean that workout is super hard on the leg, but um, but yeah, when I finished the workout, I was like, dang it, that was stupid.
0: And are you lo- were you allowed to do those workouts again a second time? No, it was one shot. they
2: they ha- yeah. yeah, you Dude. had a judge there on site with you, right? <clears throat> yep.
0: Yeah. Great, great. <clears throat> what a great lesson. So, yep. man, you you really are good. I oh, didn't yeah. realize I didn't realize how good you were. Yeah, you you're the shit. <laughs> He's he unbelievable. Uh, how tall
2: me. are you? I'm... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian was so excited that we got you on. Yeah. I'm I'm like, what do you mean? It's just Samuel. <laughs> I'm 5'10. 5'10. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And and how much do you weigh? 205. Jeez.
2: Yeah. I don't know yeah. when
0: I'm not going to be shocked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sam, who do you consider Goodbye. Sam, who do you consider to be your coach? Or do you have a coach? Uh,
1: there's a guy. I mean, the guy here, Jake Locker, he's really helping me right now for because we've been working on my squat position for the last year, trying to fix some, something in my squat. I mean, I'm really strong with the barbell. I'm, my lifts are super good, but my squat is not the strongest in the field, so we're trying to fix something with my squat and my, and my deadlift. Uh, so I, Jake is kind of my coach. Is he, Rich is more like my. Tra- is, Rich, is, Rich is more like my training partner.
2: Is Jake gonna be in Madison? Yeah,
1: he's going to be with
2: me. Oh, nice, excellent.
1: Yeah.
0: Who Who else is Who else is there? We interviewed someone else who's there too. Is it Roy Roy Dunst? Duns. Roy Dunst.
2: Roy. <laughs> oh, that's probably the best one you've ever said. <laughs>
0: oh he's a good dude. That's lame to mess up his name. Hey, I can barely say my own name. What is it, what's his name again? Royce, Royce, Royce Dunn. Dude,
1: dude, right? Royce,
0: Royce. What is it? Say it, Brian. Royce. Oh,
2: Samuel may know more than me. Royce Dune.
0: Yeah,
1: Royce Dune. Dune. Royce
0: I, Dune. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: said Roy Dunn. That's no good.
0: Edit that, somebody. Edit that. Um, what's the typical? Has your wife been down there to visit you?
1: No, she can't right now because of, uh, we still have quarantine in, in uh, Canada right now. Ah, right,
0: right. Yeah. The great totalitarian nation of Canada. That's right. <laughs> you are to stay put. Um,
1: have you had COVID? Uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I never test positive for COVID. But I think I got it when it started. Like two years ago, like, I think it was in December or January. I think I got it there, but I never really test for COVID. Right. So I guess I don't know. Maybe.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's most people I know in my town think that they had it 2 years ago. We had a really bad wave of some shit flow through here. Yeah. But but none of us have been ever tested so we don't know. Um and do you have any concerns that I mean wouldn't it be a travesty that like we won't use your name as an example. Let's pick another athlete. Let's pick Patrick Vellner. Wouldn't it suck if Patrick showed up to the games and they test you there, right? Yep. And he tests positive, and then he can't compete, right? Yep. And do they test you every day?
1: I think that uh, no. I think it just we for the individual it's on Monday, so we're gonna test one time, and and that's it after that. If,
2: at the at the athlete check in, I think.
1: Yeah. And so so it's
0: it's kind of like, man, it like. It, it, it's kind of like it's like you know you you know you don't I, I i the only thing i can think of is is one the first time i had my an, an aids test for something like i was giving blood or something i'd never even had sex before but when i took the aids test i was still scared that my return was going to come back positive even though there was no fucking way right yeah but this thing is like you didn't do steroids you don't have aids but you're going to be tested for this thing and you kind of have no control over it and you just got to keep your fingers crossed right
1: yeah you're right no it's it's I mean, I I wish for everybody is going there, they're all going to test negative because – especially Pat because I want to beat Pat this year. So I hope <laughs> he's going to test negative.
0: Well, I think that there's – I could be wrong, but there is there is a – I wonder if they test you twice because twice, there is a false positive rate. I can't remember what it is. I want to say it's like – I want to say it's like – I think I just saw something recently that it was 1.2%. So for like every million people, 12,000 people test positive or something. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. Someone's going to someone's gonna yell at me. But that would really suck if you tested positive and you didn't have it. I'm guessing that they test you again or something. Do you know yeah, about that?
1: Probably. I mean, I know there's – I mean, I think if you test positive, they're going to wait a couple of hours and do another test on you because just like you said, I mean – and I think the test is not pretty accurate. And No. Uh, so they might be th- testing you like two or three times. And if you got like, I don't know, let's say like two times positive and one negative. All right. You can compete. If you have got one positive, positive and two negative, you might be able to compete after that because you, you test twice negative. So I don't know, but probably, I, I think, I mean, CrossFit are not stupid. They're, gonna, they're not, they're not there to test us and make us like test positive and, I don't know, we'll and see.
0: not be able to compete.
1: Yeah. And then, um, so. When do
0: you go home? When do you go back to see your family?
1: So I'll be back after the games. I'll I'll come back in Cooville a couple of days after the games and after that I'm going to home.
0: And then do you have do you get to see your is it like Australia where they lock you in a hotel for 2 weeks or do you get to just see your family?
1: So when I go back home, I'll be fine to do my quarantine at home. They're going to re- Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're going to remove the hotel quarantine.
0: Oh, that's great! Yeah. Do they put an ankle bracelet on you or anything to make sure you don't leave your house?
1: No, but actually, the, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. But the cops go to your house and look if you're there. So it's yeah, yeah, it's pretty intense.
0: There were some people just now when I said that are like, "God, Sevan's a fucking idiot," and then you said, <laughs> and then you said that, but the cops come to your house. So I want to say back to you guys, no, you're a fucking idiot. Um, so tell me a typical day where, how close do you live to the gym like where how far when you have your head on a pillow at night, how far is it from this this the mayhem empire
1: So I'm from seven minutes from the gym 12 minutes from the barn
0: Wow yep. and, and and do you guys normally work out at the barn or the gym
1: the barn every day
0: okay so and you said you're 12 minutes from the barn Yeah do you get excited every time you pull down that long driveway you're like, holy shit, I'm here.
1: Uh, not anymore. I mean, it's, no. for me, it feels like home right now. So it just, no, it's been normal for me. It's nice. And it just, it's actually easier for me to be here because I'm I have a training partner and at home I'm training by myself the majority, majority of the time. So yeah, no, it just, it feels like home.
0: And And who else is there besides that you train with besides Rich and
2: it's a big group. So
1: Royce? 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 So there's Royce. Me, me, Rich, Royce, Ailey, Tasia, uh, Angelo, Aniston, Luke, uh, Jim Ansel. There's Heli. I mean
0: specifically individual men. Oh, Sorry, I should have been more oh, clear.
1: Uh, just going to the games, there's me, Rich, Royce. Yep.
0: And so Royce is your only direct competitor who's yep. there. Yep. And does he train with you and Rich?
1: Yep, every day. But he's, wow. he has not been
2: there nearly well, as long as you.
1: No, he's been there here for like two weeks, three weeks now. Yeah. And, and we um, uh, we actually trained together. So if the workout is like – we did the workout yesterday morning. was was uh, four or six sets of 20-cal ankle bike, hands and walk, and dumbbell snatch at 100 pounds. So we – the rest was one for one, and we, so we partnered together. So we were pushing harder because, I mean, I'm competing against this guy, and this guy competes against me. So every time, we wanted the ground to be faster than the, the, the last guy on the bike. So.
0: Oh, and, and how did he place in the games last year? Uh, I think
1: he, he didn't compete last year, actually.
2: The yeah. only year that Royce competed at the games individually was 2018, and he placed 34th.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so tell me a typical day. What time do you get there?
1: Uh, around 8.30 in the morning.
0: Are you already fed and coffeed up? Yep. And um, so you walk into the barn and...
1: We we warm up for like a 30 minute... I mean, we talk for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, stretch, warm up after that. So we start the first workout around like 9.30-ish. We finish session one by twelve thirty one. Go back here at the gym or the house, eat, relax, chill out a little bit, then go back to the barn around three, three thirty, and finish at five thirty-six. Every
0: day. And when you say go back to the house, you mean you'll actually go up to Rich's house, throw your feet up on the couch, and watch a game show,
1: or a Marvel movie with the kids.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's that's intimate. That so wow, that's incredible. And he's really opened up his his life to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, I wouldn't let you, I wouldn't let you in the house. I would be like, "Okay, <laughs> there's a couch in the in the in the barn. Stay out there. I've had my fill of you." Yeah. Because if you guys didn't get along, I mean, I mean, the guy needs some sort of break, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I don't know. I think he he likes to have people with him. But no, so I mean, at night we're always. I mean, I'm am li- I'm not living with Rich. Uh, at night I have a another house with Luke Parker. And uh, Brian, but so we hang out with him part of, I mean, the whole day. But after that, we leave him with his family to have his time.
0: And so um, when you, this first three hour session, is it, do you know what it's going to be when you, before the day before, or do you get there and the whole thing's a surprise?
1: All whole thing's a surprise every day. <clears throat> and
0: Rich has it all laid out. And, and what was the other guy's name? Luke?
1: Luke. Yeah.
0: So Luke and Rich lay it out for you guys. Not Luke.
2: Yep. I don't think Luke's involved in that
1: uh oh
0: no, no yeah oh sorry who is the coach who's the co- who is the coach you said in the beginning that you said you would might probably consider your coach uh jake
1: jake, jake. so so jake lays it all out for you guys i mean i think so what rich is doing it's he's taking the ma'am comfy programming and you just make it harder for us <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah that's it
0: and then and then when you leave for lunch when you take your midday break do you guys know what you're going to be coming back to? Or that's also a surprise. That's
1: also a surprise.
0: And it's been like that for three months. You're saying two or three months. Yep. Incredible. Yeah. And, and do you see progress just in this last three months?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a huge, it's been a huge game changer for me for sure. I think it's the best game prep that I ever had since I'm, I'm a games athlete. And
0: are you ready now? Like, like, are you ready? Like, you know how fighters, like the night before, like, hey, let's just fight right now. Like, uh, are you ready? Like, hey, okay, let's start tomorrow.
1: Yeah, like- yeah. I'm tired to train now. I just want to compete. <laughs> that's what it, I mean, that, that's the hardest part for us, the athlete. The, the, the games prep is actually, it's not, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not easy, but the games prep, it's, I mean, I didn't see the last two months fly. They, they fly. I'm like, oh my God, it's already games time. But now, like, because it's like the the temper week a little bit, and we drop the volume and just keep the intensity, we do so. We don't do as much workout as usually. So it's like sometimes I'm I'm just like waiting for the game's time. So I'm like, all right, let's just can we compete now? Let's go. I'm done. My training is over. The goal now is just to stay like LT, make sure my recovery is 100% and ready to rock in one week.
0: Your English is incredible, by the way. You know, there's a lot of people we've I've spoken with from Canada who, who you clearly speak French French was your first language right yep but your English is incredible Thanks, uh, man. D- did that is that getting better from being in Cookville too or was it great when you got
1: there I wasn't I mean I've I start learning and speaking English like three years ago wow so wow yeah and now it's I mean it's I mean for sure because being here for the last summer uh, the whole summer it, I mean it's helping me because I can't speak French with anybody here uh, except for, for, uh, except Facundo was here last week and he speak French. So I was like kind of weird for me to speak French again. But um, otherwise, no, yeah, for sure it's helping me a little bit.
0: Have you picked up any of their their vernacular? Like do you, do you say dad or like do you say y'all or like do you have any – do you say any words that make it sound like you're from Cookville now? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. No, I'm not there yet.
2: Sam, did you do you- – Did you, were you there for the last chance? I mean, for the um, semifinals as well? You did the semifinals Uh, in Cookville. And were you you wanting to do the online Atlas games or did you, did you try to get into one of the live competitions?
1: I wanted a live competition. Yeah. I mean, I sent my, I sent my email to CrossFit and I told them, hey guys, I'm moving in the US for the whole summer. So it would be nice if you give me a live one and not a online one, but. After that, when I saw that all the Canadians was together, so I was like, "All right, it is what it is." I was I was pissed for sure. I want I wanted to be on the back on the floor just to I don't know, kind of like break the ice because I didn't touch a competition floor for the last two years. But uh, I was pissed. But after that, I was like, all right. It is what it is. I can't do anything about it. So that's it.
0: Does, how does your finish in that in that uh, semifinal affect your headspace? Are you happy with it because you? Because of where you placed or are you like, no, I should have won that? That was my chance to send a message to Velner.
1: Uh I mean Pat is fit. Pat is super fit and I don't know. I was I was I wasn't happy. I wasn't like mad with my score. I mean I finished third. It just it sucks because I would I would prefer to have more workouts than just like because we had like five real workouts. I I don't count friendly friend as a real workout because it's so short, like a sprint <laughs> one. And we had we had also the Gradle, like the 10 round of three Canadroid, three bur- bar facing burpee. It's kind of a stupid workout to do online. Uh, when you have like live combination with more workout, it's kind of fine. But for uh, online one, I think it was like, I don't know. I don't think it was the right programming for that combination to do to send people to the games. But that's my opinion. And so, eh, it wasn't bad, but I just, I'm excited for the games because it's more like high skills workout, if I said it right. And it's, it's more like in my, in my
2: gym, and yep. Do you agree with him, Brian? Uh, I do agree with him in, in most of what he just said. Part of the reason I wanted to ask him about that is because was Tyler Christophel also there at Mayhem doing the Atlas games the same time as you?
1: Yeah. We, yeah. We did it together.
2: And they're, so they're, they're, the, they're both part of the Mayhem crew that have been following Mayhem's programming and, and Tyler actually finished sixth. So he missed making the games one spot, <clears throat> what was the, was that? Was that difficult? Like as happy as you were to make it, were you kind of bummed for him?
1: uh Yeah, that was actually was super a awkward moment because his girlfriend Bailey made it to the games, and because she she did the workout with us also, so she made it to the games, and him he didn't qualify. So it was kind of, it was hard to see like both family like kind of happy for Bailey and sad for Tyler because he didn't make it. But at the end, uh, he would know he he came to me was like, "Hey, good job, you deserve it," and I like him for that. He's a a nice bro. Wow!
0: Not only did she make it, but she was one point away from winning it.
1: I mean, she she technically won, but CrossFit gave her so major penalty for I don't know why because I saw her life and doing a workout and there's no penalty in any movement that she did. But what he, know, seven,
2: what he's referring things. to when the, when the leaderboard first came out, she was in first place and then they retroactively applied a penalty that dropped her down to uh, wherever she finished tied for second or something like that.
0: Yeah. What, oh wow. What was the workout that she got the penalty on?
1: I think the one with the dumbbell, the one with the rope climb, I think. I'm not, I'm not sure. There's like two or three workouts that where she get penalty, but it was kind of weird because uh, I mean we look at the video every time and before submit the score, and everyone was like, "All right, that video is good." And even me, when I did my rope climb rolling workout, <clears throat> we look at the rule after that, and we saw that a, a, a one thing with the instant walk. And when we look at my video, we were we weren't sure if my video was good, so I have to redo the workout two hours later. And I did it, yeah, because I, I didn't want to take the chance to get a penalty. So we were, we were like pretty strict with everyone here at MAM who we were doing the Huddle's game semifinal. So it was kind of weird to see CrossFit giving her so much penalty after that. But I don't know. Did you
0: do better the second time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's
0: crazy. Just so you know, the... So the yeah, mortals, what the mortals I, can't even imagine doing the same
1: workout. No, again. yeah. So what happened like, that's nuts. What, what happened quickly is we start the workout at 10 a.m. At, at CrossFit Mayhem, finish the workout, look at my video, and we are like, oh my God, it, are we playing safe and we, I do I'm doing the workout again? Or we submit that video and we take a risk. I was like, no, I'm not taking any risk. So 35 minutes after that workout, jump into Gretel, who's a sprint, where are you dying? So finished griddle. There's a one hour left to submit my video for my even five. So went back to the barn to do the workout at the barn. Do that workout again in a two hours window. Beat my score and <laughs> submit my video fifteen minutes before the <laughs> for the time cap.
0: And that's a twenty minute workout, right? Yep. Event. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. And 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 what's the rest of the team thinking when you do that? Like are they like, "Holy shit, he's going to do this again?" Does everyone walk back to the barn with you to cheer you on again?
1: Yeah, everyone was there and it was a pretty cool moment because uh when I was in the workout, we looked at the timer and we were like, "Man, he's he's going to beat himself. He's going to beat this course this morning." So I was trying to keep myself like relaxed and my mindset in the workout and when I finished and I saw this, my time I was like oh my god I just did I just did twice the workout and I did my score and that was fun just to cheer with everybody and yeah
0: and just to be clear no one knows what their competitors scores are so it's not like you can do it again no. shooting for another score no yeah you only know your own Um was that weird since you were working out with Tyler and you would know his scores and he would know your scores like if he beats you aren't you like well shit I'll just do it again
1: uh I mean we did all the workout together at the same time. so after that what we said if if he want to redo the workout without the partner we can there's no rule I mean it's 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 we're friends we're real close I like him a lot as as, as a bro but at the end we're competing against each other so if, if he saw my score if he wants to try to work out again alone do it it's it's part of the game so do it and if I have to That's do it cool. I'll do it yeah
0: you have to have that mentality, or else yeah. you'll leave there hating people, right? You have yeah. to be like, hey, this is one of the things. If we have, if we do these in the same room together, we're going to have to be comfortable with someone trying to beat you.
1: Yeah, I mean, a we're. Second time. I mean, we we are competitor, so I don't know. If example, like at the games, Alex Caron and Jeff Adder, they're both my friend, but if we're swimming and they're in front of me and they're blocking my way, but I'm gonna grab his leg and I'm gonna remove it from my way and just or swim through it because I'm competing right now. I want to win. <laughs>
0: Yeah, swim over the top of them.
1: Yeah. I
0: really like that story. Whenever someone says that someone they'll be like, I'll be interviewing a games athlete and they'll be like, Yeah, someone swam over the top of me. I just love that visual of just like one person
2: <laughs> swimming over the top
1: of someone else. That's just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're there for win.
2: So right. Sam, you so right. so then, you know, obviously win. Tyler advances to the last chance qualifier. <clears throat> and so you got to see him, you know, he had to Take a couple of weeks, reevaluate, and then get after the last chance qualifier. And really what I want to ask you about that is because in the future, I don't think any semifinals are going to be online. I think that we'll hopefully be able to have all live semifinals. But I think the last chance qualifier will probably always, if it, if it continues to exist, have to be online because people are competing all over the world and it doesn't really make sense yeah. for them to travel for just that one thing when so few people get anything from it. And you'd already said that the programming for the um, semifinals in the online format was a little questionable at times. When you saw the programming for the last chance qualifier, first of all, you know, (laughs) it seemed like it was a little bit cutthroat and like really short and and difficult. But at the end of the day, I think they found the fittest guys. So were you were you okay with the formatting for that?
1: Uh, I don't disagree with the workout that they did. Like the road dumbest snatch one is a sprint one but you need to be able to push yourself way really really hard if you want to do well in that workout so that was good i really i like the burpee one with the standard the 12 hinge from your hands it's a hard one for sure so i mean the test was fine the only thing i think personally it wasn't great is there was only four workouts to qualify a games athlete i'm like no you can't it's impossible you need at least at least six or seven workouts it, just because I don't believe you can test all the capacity of one athlete in four workouts, it's I don't believe it. It's impossible. At the game, just this year, we're gonna have 15 workout to do. So it's how can you send someone at the games with only four workouts? So it might be just like a, a lock. The guy was just good in those workouts and he he cannot be like super. Like he cannot walk on his hand. Can't do pistol. Can't do stricking and push up. I don't know whatever it is, but. I think there should be more workouts.
0: Even though, well, let me, let me, let me push back on that for a second. What if it was just one workout and you don't even have four? Just make it at that point. That
1: would
0: be be stupid. That
1: would be really stupid, actually. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm being honest here. Fair.
0: No, no, be honest. Be honest. What if it, because at this point, and and I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I just want to put the data into you and Brian and see what comes back. Um, what if you just made it one workout and the argument you have is, is like, Hey man, this is the last chance qualifier. They've already done the open. They've already done the quarterfinals. They've already done the semifinals. And the reason why I bring this up is that James and I think it was James and Brian also had a similar feeling to you. Like, Hey, four workouts might be not enough, but they also looked at the last workout and Brian said, Hey man, you could, I mean, this last workout could you could also argue could be and, and i'm paraphrasing for brian i'm sure he'll correct me could just be the only workout you could probably pick the guys from that last workout i forget what the workout was do you remember brian it was like rope climbs and
1: yeah rope climbs double under and squat clean yeah yeah um i'll say yes and no but it just at some point if you if you create a, 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 like kind of a, like a online event, just do it for real just don't do don't do all of that just for one workout. It's I mean it's pretty easy for you for for them just to create workout and put like the, a deadline submission for each workout and that's it. There's no job right. for them. It just uh, the athlete have all the jobs to film itself, do the workout, submit his core. So, but I guess I get I, I
0: get your po- I get I get your point. And I from a fan base, I would love it if it was just one workout.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> just like it, it would be it would be I don't exciting.
1: That would
0: yeah. be exciting, yeah.
1: That would be exciting
0: yeah. for sure. But I, but I see what you're saying. Like, hey, it's 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 the, give seven workouts. Give, fuck, give ten workouts and, and put it on the athletes. They have a choice. Do they want to try? Do you want to go to the CrossFit Games or not? We're yeah. still going to make it f- as fair as possible. Uh, one one thing before you talk, Brian. Brian said that that he doesn't think there'll be more virtual competitions. He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Dear Australia and Canada, you will never, ever. Hey,
2: Australia had a live competition okay. this year.
0: Oh, yeah, that. Would, I, so I'm wrong there, I guess. But they are – those countries well, will be virtual. They're, they're going to get all of you guys goggles soon, and you guys are going to live your life through virtual goggles. Go on, Brian.
2: Well, I was I was thinking about it because obviously you get the results for the last chance qualifier, and we see Alex Caron, who's a friend of Sam, and he's competed against him. They're both from Eastern Canada in second. And then Tyler Christofel, once again, who he's been developing a friendship with there in Mayhem, one spot outside – and I just can't help but think of competitor Sam versus nice guy Sam looking at that and saying like, like man, I'm happy for Alex, but I'm so bummed for Tyler because now he's missed it by one spot twice. And how you have to like, yep. like well, what was it like for the, the group there? Like, how, was that pretty devastating? How did he handle that?
1: Uh, that was hard. And I think, I think the hardest part was, all right, so now if... Can Roman make it to the games again? Because he's been qualifying for the last three years, uh. and now he's like you finish. He's finishing first, so the, we all know that the guy is fit, and he deserves a spot at the games. There's hundred percent. But the last three years he wasn't able to come. So at some point, why are you doing it if you if you know that you can go? And, but at the same, and on the other side, like the competitor inside of me is like, yeah, but the guy wants to prove that he deserves to be there at the same time. So I'm like, it's hard. It was hard. It was hard because we just knew today, this morning, that they're not backfilling Tyler at the games and Roman cannot go to the games again.
0: You, why don't they do it like fighting?
1: <laughs> why don't why you, you know what
0: I'm talking about like in the UFC they'll even br- they'll say hey Brian and Sevon you're going to fight each other on this day Samuel make sure you make weight and you show up at the venue because if Brian gets sick or Sevon breaks his ankle you're going to jump in there and fight the guy yeah. I mean they they could say that to Tyler they could say hey dude just so you know you're man 41 if Roman doesn't show up you can suit up I mean yeah. it, I I I mean that would I, be I see some.
2: The inverse is true, and yeah, I, mean, I, I could, think that, I ahead. think Sam, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong about this. I think Tyler reached out to Crossman and said, "I'm ready, and I'll be ready if the spot opens up."
1: Hey, I have a huge, huge, huge respect for Tyler because has been he's been training super hard, even the, without knowing if he was going to games or not. I don't know how he did that because if I mean,
0: after, after the last chance qualifier, after the last he's chance still, qualifier, he's still in there. Okay. he,
1: he takes two days off because he just did two online qualifiers back to back and he did, he takes two days off and he jumped back in training with us and he's been doing a game spread with us since then without knowing if he was going or not. It takes a lot of courage to do that because if it was me, if I'm not competing, I'm not going to push for nothing. I mean, why? Why would I push myself and crush myself every day in training if I'm not competing? doesn't work the price. But he's been doing it, so I have a huge respect for him for that.
0: Did he cry?
1: No, he didn't cry.
0: You didn't see him cry. Did anyone cry?
1: Uh, probably his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> who? His girlfriend. Oh, oh, right, right. Oh, that's she's and a good she's, yeah, seven, Did she... anyone who made it cry? Did you cry? Huh? Did you cry?
1: No, I didn't cry.
0: Did you cry the first time you made it to the games? Were you like...
1: No, uh, no i didn't cry i was did you cry when your baby was born uh so my boy i'm a stepdad it's not my okay. boy yeah okay i might cry for in october though <laughs> Well, my
0: when my kid was born i don't even know if it was like crying it was so weird it, was, it was, was so different than crying but tears were just pouring out like a faucet opened up especially when i had my twins yeah. it was nuts but it's not like crying because i never cry <laughs> But it was a lot of tears. Sam go go ahead, Brian. No,
2: I wanna I just want to shift shift back to, to him. Um so now you're you're not me? No, no, no. You you can talk about you later, huh? <laughs> the, so now you're you're obviously you're getting ready for your third games, but does it in some ways does it feel like the first like your first games? Because the last two years we know have been a little bit different. You only got to do a couple events, you had to do them online. And if so, which I'm assuming is yes, does it like do you feel like Going into this season, you have like even though you have some games experience, it's also going to be a- like. Do you feel like a little bit like a rookie because of that at all?
1: Um, I don't feel like a rookie uh, because a lot of. I mean, I don't feel like like a rookie because all the commentators know me and they know that I'm great. Um, but it's going to feel like a rookie year because it's going to be my first real CrossFit games. I mean, 2019, I, I did four workouts and I got cut after that. I wasn't even sore, so I was like, oh, that's boring. I mean, I've been training hard, and I'm not even sore. Yeah. So I'm is so I'm excited for that this year because I'm. I mean, I don't want to talk too fast, but for now, I'm living for Madison to live a fully weekend of CrossFit Games with 15 workout inside of them. So it's going to be exciting for me. It's like the, my fully first CrossFit Games.
0: I'm curious who you're going to pal around with there. I wonder who you're going to. Like well, he's got a lot of uh, gonna be those. Your...
2: Those Canadian guys are pretty tight. So like him and Adler and Coron, you guys have like trained together in the past competed together a lot and you probably haven't yeah. you know you haven't seen them in a while cuz you've been down here and they've been up there
1: yeah and i did, i i didn't talk to them the last 3 months wow on purpose <laughs> yeah on purpose yeah do they um do they speak english as, as well as you do uh jeff he's probably better than me in english alex he's speaking uh kind of like me he's good he's not bad he's good do you have a shoe sponsor no
0: um, are you with this announcement that Reebok's giving, what is it like? 10,000. 10, yeah. Does that, do you wear Reebok anyway? Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's not, it's a no brainer for you. You'll yeah. just, no, okay. I'm,
1: I'm going to wear Reebok shoes
0: <clears throat> and, and you're going to win Are you going to win one event?
1: Uh, for now with the workout announcement, I have a shot at maybe two workouts, so we'll see. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, love I love hearing I, that. I,
1: I'm really excited for the Anson walk workout and the pig muscle up one.
0: Oh, I, tell, tell me about that pig. So I see these guys flipping this pig. So the pig obviously is made out of some sort of cloth at the games, right?
1: I don't know. It's i never a, touched it before.
0: Well, I can't remember. I'm sure I've touched it, but I forget. But it basically looks like a giant bale of hay that's wrapped in some vinyl. I'm assuming that thing is not made of steel. I'm assuming it's some sort of hard rubber. But the things that you guys are flipping and practicing are these steel contraptions. Yep. Are those really um, comparable? Do they really give you the stimulus yeah what did you say, Brian Com- comparable? Yeah, yeah um, comparable that's the word thank you
1: I think they're the one that we use in practice are maybe a little bit harder than the one of the games just because the one of the games is like a full piece of I don't know what just like you said, but like so you can put your knee on it you can push your head like your elbow your shoulder but those one in practice that we have it's there's nothing there's just end goal, and after that there's a plate so you don't want to put your knee on the plate I mean, you're going to hurt yourself so i believe they're harder than the one of the games
0: did you did have you seen anyone get injured by that thing uh not yet no did you did you hear our interview with uh tyler ta- taylor 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 self did you hear our interview with him no he was uh on the demo team not and, not the demo uh, team uh, he, he was just
2: testing workouts at the ranch
0: Thank you. He was testing workouts at the ranch and he lifted the pig. And while he was underneath it, it fell on top of him. And he did the split. It, he did the splits. So I um, I, I, picture a, a grown ass, a grown ass man with the pig resting on his ha- head and hands, but doing the splits. You haven't seen that happen over at the – no, that hasn't happened to any of them at the Mayhem Empire? You've never seen a pig squish a man flat (laughs) on the ground? No, and and I don't
1: want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see that video. There's a video I don't want to see it. Oh, my God. I do. I just had that picture in my mind. I'm like, ouch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a great – that's the only reason why I told this story because it makes for a great visual, doesn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, He's a good dude for sharing that story. (laughs) (laughs) um tell me about uh childhood are, are, are your mom and dad athletes
1: uh my dad boxing is all i mean he, he boxed for like 30 years and my mom was uh motorcycle racing Damn.
0: wow yeah. two very safe sports
1: <laughs> <laughs> and 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 they're born in montreal they're they're canadian so we we are born in the south so it's not like mm-hmm. montreal's like an iceland so we're born in the south Okay.
0: Yep. And um and then when you grew up what, what what did you get into? What sports did you get into? I played as a child? I I played
1: hockey all my life. Played what? Hockey. Ice hockey. Al- oh, ice hockey. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Hockey? You guys call it hockey there? Yeah, a-key.
2: That's a that's the French. They're, the h's are silent. I'm
0: French. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I'm learning so
1: much.
2: <laughs> Sam, do you do you remember Samuel? the first time you were on a motorcycle? Like, did your mom have a motorcycle and drive you around?
1: I think the first time was actually with my grandfather.
2: Did he let you drive?
1: No. <laughs> no I was too young. Yeah, I, I, I had one before. I had a motorcycle before.
0: So, uh, Samuel Cornway, when was the first... Do you remember the first time you put on ice skates? Or it, you were so young, you can't even remember?
1: Uh, no, I don't remember that. Well, I was. I started playing hockey. I was four. But okay. I, don't, I don't remember the first, first time I put my first, like, skid my feet.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Just like none of us remember the first time we walked, you were ice skating so young that you don't even remember. Like, your whole life, like, for yeah. all you know, you were born ice skating.
1: Yeah.
0: And and you started playing ice hockey when you are four, and then how long did you play?
1: Uh, my whole life. I stopped playing in, I was 16 years old, 16, 16, almost 17 yeah i had a a car accident so that's why i stopped
0: oh wow so did you have aspirations to play professionally Uh, i was supposed to go play in switzerland
1: actually the after my summer but i got a car accident in the summer so my career as a hockey player stopped after that how 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 bad was the accident that it ended your uh at the beginning we thought it wasn't that bad but I, after like a week's, uh we found out I had a huge concussion and I got blood in my brain so I've been held for a year actually yeah
0: so you were out for a year because of the injury yeah the concussion and did they have to do a, a cut the horseshoe in the side of your head and peel the flap down no <laughs> no, no. no, no, no.
1: no it, it just it was a um, the way to heal that it was just take to take time off and my body would like flush by 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 itself but it's been a weird, it's been a rough time at the, when i was young because i was playing hockey like i'm doing crossfit right now and uh, to stop like in the 24 hours my my life changed so it's it's been a hard, rough time but yeah
0: were you driving yep and was anyone else in the car
1: yeah i got one friend he got nothing oh good yeah
0: that makes me happy to hear yeah, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, nothing. I wasn't driving yeah, was there- I wasn't driving fast though. I was like at forty miles. So it wasn't that fast. It just it was a rainy day. We just finished working and missed the curve and hit the ground.
0: And did the car roll?
1: So we hit the ground in like the corner. So we missed a curve and the car just did like flip on this side, came back on the top and flipped on the other side after that. Oh. Yeah. So the car rolled but end to end. Yeah, from Damn. the yeah. From the top, uh, from the front to the bottom. Yeah. Wow. What kind of car? Uh, In that time, I have like a Sunfire, Pontiac Sunfire.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) I don't think American cars are made to be driven in in the rain or the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Every car that I've been in, that's like where it's dangerous in the rain or the snow is an American car. Was it rear rear wheel drive? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I don't remember.
0: Oh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty intense to just have that. And it, and it kind of, it's, um, interesting. I, I make this joke, um, that's probably not a joke I should tell in front of you, but I will anyway, is, uh, that CrossFit is where professional athletes go to die. When, when, when something doesn't work out in your career, whether it's you're too small or too slow, or you have a car accident, um, CrossFit's there waiting for you to express your,
1: yeah oh, your human potential. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: And so what, and so then, so you take from 16 to 17 off and do you do any sports during that time or do you, do they basically say, Hey, you can just walk? Oh, I that's was, it?
1: I mean, the first two months it was, uh, just taking a walk outside was taking all my energy. It was so hard. So I didn't do any sports in, for a year. And after that, because I missed the boat to go play hockey in Switzerland. So I was trying to find something else to do because ex- outside of hockey, I was like, I don't know what to do. And I remember one of my friends was coaching at the crossfit gym at this time. She so was like, hey, you should try to come. You see, it's more like a sport. It's not really like training because when I was playing hockey, I was the laziest guy outside of the ice. Training for me was like, no, I'm not training. It's not for me. And so I went to do a crossfit class with him. And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of fun. So I just signed up and I start like that.
0: You said you missed the boat. Um, is that a Can- that's a definitely an American phrase? Is that a Canadian phrase? Like if we were all talking French, would you have said that? I missed the boat.
1: Yeah, i also say miss the boat, but in French.
0: Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. So you guys have that too. I missed the boat. That's good yeah. to know. Um, and um, so you were seventeen years old when you started training CrossFit.
1: Uh, I was close for my eighteen when I started CrossFit.
0: And as you started as you started realizing you were good at CrossFit, did you think about getting back on the ice? Were you like, oh shit? Maybe no. I can get back on that. No,
1: no, I was too late. I was too old. Man. Yep.
0: Yeah. It, um, is is that the most competitive uh, thing you can do in all of Canada? Uh, uh, hockey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the sport in Canada. I think hockey for us is like football here in the U.S.
0: You are, there's these three books that I that I've read. and They always use. Um, I, I think it's uh there's a book called Bounce, a book called Range, and then I think it was Outliers. Anyway, these pop psychology books, they all mention this same phenomenon in Canada where basically if you're going to be a Canadian hockey player, you, you you if you're not born in January, February, or March, you basically have no chance based on the way they send people, based on in the calendar year how they send people to the next grade. So basically, if you're born in December, you would be too young, and and those players don't make it. Do you know what I'm referencing? No, not really. No. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll send you that chapter in the book. It's funny because I just started reading this book, Ounce or Bounce, and they and they just they just mentioned it too. But that basically, kids that there's some cutoff for school in December on December 31st in Canada, and that if you look at the birth dates of most professional hockey players, it's January, February, March, based on where they were in their schooling and the advantage it gave them. When they went to the to pro league, someone will comment about it and unfuck, unfuck me in the YouTube comments. So if you want to hear the details of it, you can look in there.
1: Yeah, that's a, that is interesting. interesting. Um.
0: So so then so then basically, um, did you do you have a job at this time? No. At when you're eight? No, when you were eighteen?
1: Oh yeah, I was working in the construction in the summer.
0: Wow, that's interesting, and that's not a job for lazy people. Nope. <laughs> And, and and when you say you were lazy in the outside of hockey i I'm, I'm assuming that you weren't lazy in hockey either you did you always were the first one there and the last one to leave like you were pushing
1: oh yeah i was i mean when I was on the ice i was i was i could i could crush myself I, I love being on the ice but outside of that doing like the speed drill agility skill drill I was like oh that's boring that's not fun i, want, I, just, I just I want my skate I want my hockey stick and I just want to play hockey um, with hockey, there's
0: other men trying to stop you from your goals and in CrossFit, um, there's no one trying to stop you. Is, is, is there anything in your brain when, when I tell you that, are you, does that stimulate any ideas in you? Like, do you feel that? Do you know that? What do you mean? Is it a different Samuel? Like, so when we talked about a, a swim event, you basically made it very clear that was the hockey side of you. Like, hey, if you're in my way, if, like, if, if, if you have your stick in the puck and you're headed towards the goal, there's no one who's going to stop you. By any means necessary, you're going to get to the target. But in CrossFit, um, if there's a chipper, it's just Samuel and Samuel. Yep. And there's, and there's no man trying to stop you. Um, do, do you think that that's a, a better environment for you? Do you think that you had to do some sort of s- a mental switch? Or is it just seamless from an activity where there's other men trying to stop you versus it's just all on Samuel?
1: Uh, it, I mean, it will depend on the workout because at some point, if we're doing like a chaper workout and I saw, example, let's say like Adler is passing me, but I know that my pace is fast. He might be going too fast and I know he's going to crash at the end. So you want to stay focused on your game and follow your plan for the workout. But if the workout is sprint one, it's got a little bit lead in front of me. I'm going to push harder to catch him because I want to beat him. So, uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the workout.
0: Did you, did someone have to teach you that? No, that come-
1: I, I learned by myself. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I was, a, I was a rookie. Sometime was going too fast. And at the end I was just laid down on the floor and the other guy was just passing me saying, Hey, rookie, you went too fast. Good job. Um,
0: who said that to you? Do you remember?
1: I uh, had the chance to train when I start with uh, Albert-Dominique LaRouche. Uh-huh. So I've been training with him a couple of years. So at the beginning, when I started, I was like, for sure, starting way too fast. So I was like, yes, I'm leading. I'm beating him. And five <laughs> minutes later, so, <laughs> he was way ahead of me. And I was still on the road dying. So, yeah. Is it easy to stick to your game plan? Uh, before, yes. Now, I think it's impossible. My mindset is too good right now to keep me out of the, keep me out of my zone. And I will say thank you to Rich for that because I'm, I mean, Rich is fast. He's fit and he's the fittest guy alive right now. And, uh, in the barn, sometime when he's passing me, I'm like, no, don't try to follow him, stay in your plan, stay in your zone. You'll see, you'll catch him or you'll be closed. Well,
0: you said something very interesting right there. Do you want to ask him about that, Brian?
2: Or should I? Um, you can ask him.
0: <laughs> so Rich is the fittest man alive right now? Yeah. That's that's awesome to hear you say that, boy. I know that everyone's ears just perked
1: up. Why do you say that? Because I had the chance to train with him and I'm really good at CrossFit and he's one step ahead of me. It's crazy. He's fit. He's still super fit. He he just turned 34 today and he's looked like he's 25. He's unstoppable.
0: Um do do the other people on his team know that the other three people? Yeah. yeah, that not that not only that they're more fit than him, but that they're dealing with the fittest man alive.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think they feel the pressure, but they know that
0: they don't feel pressure.
1: No, no. Rich would never do that. Would never put pressure on them just because he's the fittest guy on the planet. Yeah, but they
0: have to feel it, right? I mean, you. You ha- being on a team, you have to be concerned that you're going to be the weakest link at all times, right? I mean, there is that built-in pressure, like, oh, shit, I don't want to be the weakest link.
1: No, yeah, for sure. But I think it's, it's helping them to push harder in the workout, I think.
0: Is there ever discussion of him coming back to individual? No, never. No, even though?
1: Not even Master.
0: Oh, so it's – it's yeah, because I, I can't remember where I saw recently, but it sounded like he was even done with team competition. I think he said that the only reason why he came back is because his cousin wanted to do it. So he's like, oh, fuck it. Okay, I'll go with my
1: cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, last year when they decided to cut the team for the games and just do the individual, he was like – well, maybe it's my time to just stop. I mean, there's no point anymore to compete. So I think he, he was—he he didn't know at this time. So he was just like, "I'll I'll wait and see what's going to happen." And when it's got, uh, when Chase asked him to go, he was like, "All right, I'll do one more year. when I'm fit." Where 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 else have you trained? Did you have a coach um, before these guys? Uh, yeah. So I start my when I start when I quit my job and start doing crossfit. I start with Dicker Camp, Michelle, the talent. Okay. Yeah. Okay yeah she really helped me to at the beginning to being more uh, being more a complete athlete and being more wise in my workout. was that hard changing coaches? Uh, yeah for sure it was hard I mean she really helped me I'm super grateful for what she did for me but at some point it's my career and I had a decision to make if I want to accomplish my goal and that was a hard decision to do but yeah. It sucks.
0: And 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 what do you do, what what does someone do when they're going to sw- switch coaches? You just call her and you say, and you just basically say, "Hey, Michelle, this has been a great run. I want to try something else. This is no, um, this has nothing to do with you. This just has to do with where I want to take my career."
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 never fun to do that, but I mean, it's my career. I just I just and I just have one, and so I don't want to miss anything, and I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can in my power to be the better version version of myself.
2: So, right.
0: Yeah, it makes total sense. As opposed to like if you were to switch with someone who for the reason that they were hurting you or they didn't give you enough attention or you felt like they had too many athletes, that wasn't the case. You no. just wanted to no, no. you wanted to come and see, "Hey, what let's go to the Mecca. Yeah. Let's go to the may- Mayhem." Yeah. Mayhem.
2: Did was part did did, did competing at the Mayhem Classic influence that at all?
1: Yeah. Actually, that that's a big part of it because when I came here to Classic two years ago, I got myself crushed. I looked like I was unfit, and not because of the programming. It just I I didn't I wasn't I didn't really do really well in that commission. And so when I d- came back home, I was like, all right. So there's one thing in that weekend really crushed me, and it was the volume of the workout in that weekend. So I was like. All right, I'm gonna try the man programming because if the com the competition was like that, it's mean the training is a high volume training. And I remember when I started doing the man programming, the first I'll say the first two months, I have to scale down the programming because it was too much for me. Wow. Yeah, it was way too hard. At the beginning, I was like, that's too much. I can't hold on that, Um it take me around two months to put myself in the programming and make sh- like. Being able to do the full things in the in the full week of training
2: was it just was it just the volume just, of training, or did you have to adjust lifestyle things to to make that volume more attainable, like sleep or nutrition or anything like uh, that?
1: No, it was just about a volume workout. It was just it, it was way more than what I was doing before. Uh, my my sleep always being well. My my nutrition wasn't at the best in the time. Now it's pretty good. Um, but I think in that at that time, it wasn't about that. It was really about uh, the volume in the training. That's it. Um,
0: you, do you want to keep going, Brian? No. Nope. Um, uh, when I hear – you'll hear these stories about professional fighters – and they'll tell you, you know, you'll hear a professional fighter who's a world champion and he'll be like, yeah, I train with the best jiu-jitsu guy in the world. He can beat me every time and he's so good and he can beat anyone. But no one's ever heard of this guy, right? Are there people like that within the Mayhem community that are like – that no one's ever heard of who are just so damn good? Like you get there, like when you showed up at the Mayhem Classic to compete, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh... Are there people in the gym there that are just freaks?
1: I'll say, I don't want to name, I don't want to name anybody. I want to keep you to surprise, but there might be one guy in, I'll give you a, a, a clue in the media team. He's really fit in super, <laughs> super strong and he, he's, he's training a little bit more right now to might go at the semi, uh, one of the semi next year. So he might, I'm not saying he's going to go to the games next year, but for sure he, he is able to go at one of the semifinal and make some noise with a barbell. He could be the he's super strong, but he could
2: be the next Dre Strom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, so, so that, that, that environment, just like a great jujitsu camp, that environment is just pretty there. There's a lot of impressive people there. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um, tell me about your nutrition, uh, um, Two questions one you said it got better but
1: also do you have to eat more now with this level of volume yeah for sure uh, so in the past I wasn't uh, counting my micros Is that right counting yep all right so I wasn't counting my micros. I was just eating food when I was hungry and now for the last year I've been make, I've been making sure I was hitting my numbers to eat enough in my day and especially in the summer my carbs was way higher than normally And I'm the kind of the guy who's like, I don't like to eat in the morning and afternoon, but I can eat anything at night, but it's not pretty good for an athlete because you want some food in the day to make sure you you can have some fuel in training. So it it wasn't hard, but it wasn't easy for me to eat like at lunch, enough quantity of carbs to make sure I have fuel in the the afternoon. But at the end, I think I did a great job and I feel great, so.
2: Stefan, I just wanna stay there for a second. And like it's one thing to get into a routine with that for training but then to apply that to a competition setting you know like for excuse me specifically at the games is there anything that you need to tweak is that like how much in advance do you prepare for something like that because from my perspective obviously you want to perform your best at every event there but in order to do so what you're doing between the events is pretty important
1: Yeah um so, this year, I'm excited because we have a girl from Mayhem who's coming with us, and she's going to cook everything for us. She's going to do everything that we need as a shake, food, uh, electrolyte, everything. So, at the end of each workout, the only thing I have to do is walk to the camper, and everything will be ready for me. Oh, that's amazing. So, I think it's going to be way... Yeah, it's going to be way easier for me.
0: Um, will Will you guys be staying together? Will you and... um Royce? <laughs> will you and uh uh, thank you jesus will you and royce be staying together
1: uh i don't know yet we have so we have like seven camper on on this on the game side we have some hotel room also so we need to talk about it to see who is living where but probably we're gonna live together yeah
0: so wait a second so you might actually you might stay at the what's the name of that place that madison what's
2: it called the StubHub Center? What's it called? Yeah, the Campgrounds. May- uh, Mayhem has done that in the in past. The
1: yeah.
0: Where athletes, I, I mean, I I knew uh, Dad stayed there. Rich Froning Senior stayed there. But what do you call him, Dad?
1: <laughs> no, I call him Boss. He's, okay. the, bo- he's <laughs> the Boss here. Okay.
0: Um, when where you you may sleep in a camper?
1: Yeah. And we, where
0: would you shower? Where would you shower? In the camper. There's a shower in there. There's hookups in the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a nice camper. <laughs> it's a pretty damn and, nice uh, camper. And,
0: and what about your mattress? Will you, will you bring your own mattress?
1: No, no. That's, a, one, of, that's one of my superpowers. <laughs> Everybody's like, it's crazy. Sam can't sleep anywhere. Like, sometimes I'm here in the coffee shop at lunch. Eating my food, talking, and just go on the couch, and I can fall asleep like that, and taking a nap for twenty minutes, even with all the noise.
2: That is, a, I, I think that's a I'm super valuable that. skill at the games, also. Like if you can just find a spot and lay oh, yeah. down for twenty minutes, that it, a lot of people struggle with that.
1: Yeah, no, it's <clears> sleeping for me is not a problem. I can fall asleep and I can sleep.
0: Even if a bed is too soft or too hard, or it's not a bed that you're used to, you're good. You'll yeah. just yeah. go sleep. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. I can never find a comfortable bed. Although I, I can sleep on a moment's notice. Um I I I would need a bed. Well that's awesome. That would be that would be really convenient also to be right there.
1: Yeah. I mean it's easier between events. We don't have to take the car and go to a restaurant or try to a uh, grocery store to find food. I mean we could just go there, everything is pre- is prepped for us. It's super easy. We have a chair, we have everything to lay down and relax. So, um, and and then what do you do to keep the fans away? Uh, I don't know. I mean, one thing for me is, I'm not the. Fam- I guess
0: you can always go inside the camper.
1: Yeah, and one thing for me, I'm not the famous. I'm not the famous guy in the field right now, so I'm not like I don't know, like Pat Vellner or Fikowski, who is who if he's walking around everybody, he's gonna have to take picture. I don't have that problem for now, so it's
2: easier for me. I'll, I'll take a picture with you, Sam. Uh, what?
1: Oh,
0: damn. Damn, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the show to anyone who's listening. Please, anyone who's at the games, please, please take any time you spot Brian, please take video of him (laughs) and send it to my DMs. (laughs) take a photo with him. Anything you send me, I will repost, but I would like to keep track of him at the games. (laughs) And I know he's going to be ignoring me because he has like five jobs there. So anyone who sees Brian friend at the games, please sneak a video, sneak a picture with him, post it, send it to me in my DM. So I can, so I can know what my uh, boyfriend is doing while he's there. Cause that, that's really going to be hard for me. Cause normally I can just call him and I know he's going to have, he's going to block my number that week. So, (laughs) Damn, I need to say that at the beginning of the next show. I even have it in my notes. (laughs) How did I screw that up? No one's going to make it this far. Well, maybe they will. Samuel, you're easy to look at, so maybe people will make it this far on the podcast. Um staying at the campground is really cool. I, I, at first, when you first said it, like I was having this like adverse reaction to it. Like, no, he needs to be, Samuel needs to be kept like in a castle and protected. But really, you can maximize everything. If you save an hour of driving every single day, that's an hour more rest. That's an hour more downtime. That's an hour more recovery. Yep. The, I mean, and, 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 you know, like you were saying, go home in between events. I mean, shit, it could save you two hours a day. Yeah, that's fantastic. No,
1: it's huge. I think I think it's huge.
0: And it's What is event number 1 again?
1: Is the swim paddle <laughs> workout.
0: Yeah, all you have to do is win that event and everyone will know who you are. <laughs> Actually, maybe the second event. That one's going to be hard to see you. What's the second event?
1: The sled pull pig muscle workout.
0: Yeah, that's the one. You got to win that one and then the whole weekend will be different for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pictures, autographs, <laughs> the whole the whole thing. You have to hide in the camper. <laughs>
2: Have you practiced the paddling much? Like before, I mean, maybe you guys have practiced recently, but in like the last couple of years, have you ever done that?
1: I uh, had a chance to touch the paddle from the games one time, two years ago with Michelle when I was at Dikakam. So I kind of know what kind of paddle is going to be. Um, but it's been a long time since we touched it because we don't, we don't have it here at Mayhem. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be, Interest, inter- interesting to see how I can do on the, on the paddle.
0: Wait a second, you you're not telling me that since that event was announced that you don't every day go to dad's house and.
1: Uh... Oh, we've been doing swim and paddle workout. Yeah, but okay. we cannot find one paddle like the one at the games. It's impossible to find one. So we've been practicing.
0: Why? What distinguishes that that implement I, I think, versus the ones you guys are using?
1: I think because the one of the games is like a home homemade one. So they they're like only we can only find them at the games I guess. Uh, so we have some of the paddle. It's 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 look like the same. It's kind of the same paddle, but it's not exactly exactly the same one. So yeah.
0: And he hasn't said it's a paddleboard, has he? Has he? He hasn't said what exactly what's going on, right? No, no, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, I don't it's, believe it's a paddleboard. I, I really don't believe that.
1: I would like to see something different, like I don't know, like a kayak or something, like something new, just to make something like different, and more exciting. So-
0: yeah, I'm, I, I I don't trust Dave's uh, <laughs> announcements. I don't trust those announcements at all. Sam, some, there's, there's always something. Sam,
2: so, some athletes like finding out the information ahead of time, and some people prefer not to. Do you have a preference?
1: I would like to not know any workout. I would like to be at the games, and, hey, we have an athlete meeting at 8 a.m. <laughs> we go there, and, oh, guys, here is the workout number one. That's and it. you're starting we in you're starting
2: in 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah.
1: And we go after the workout we go, we go back, hey guys, here's your workout number 2. Just because like on like that way you can really see who's the fittest guy because nobody had the chance to practice before that. And now that the pig was announced, everybody tried to find a way to practice the pig on a certain way. So if the guy or the girl wasn't really good at it but she he, she or he had like four weeks to did it now. So he might be fine at the Games. So I think it would be nicer if there was no clue or just no announcement before the Games. What,
0: when did you meet your girlfriend? When did you meet her?
1: Uh, I've been knowing her for the last five, seven years now.
0: And where did you meet her?
1: Uh, in the CrossFit gym.
0: Oh, no shit.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, and I take it you guys live together? Yep. And um, how long did you know her before you guys moved in together?
1: Uh, I don't remember. A couple of years.
0: And did you already live alone, or were you living with your parents and then you moved out and moved in with her?
1: Uh, I was with my parents, and I moved with her.
0: Wow! And 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 she okay? And she was already moved out of her parents' house. She had a kid. Yep. Um, have you ever been away from her for this long?
1: No, first time
0: is that uh how is that experience going are you just like craving her like
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i miss them for sure it's hard but um it was hard i mean it's some week was harder than the other some week was easier for me because of training i don't see the time i mean the the time passed so fast so for me i think it was easier than for her because she's at home and just waiting for me to come back and right but just like I said we have FaceTime so it was easier because we can talk to each other every day with FaceTime and with the kids so yeah
0: it, has it caused any um surprises like has the ins, instabil like has it caused any instability in the relationship or has it caused anything that's affected your training or or is it, is it better for your training
1: no it's no it's perfect actually there's nothing there's no issue
0: she's not like hey are you cheating on me or you're no, like no, hey no, are you no. cheating on me or When I, when I would travel, I mean, I, I I, same, I would never, it was weird. I would never like, I didn't FaceTime with my wife at the time or my, she was my girlfriend, but, um, I never realized how much I missed them till I got home. Yep. You know, then I would be like, oh my God, this, that was crazy. I guess, I guess I just kind of kept pushing it down in a way, but the second I would see her, I would like want to take out a a fork and a knife and eat her. Like, it was just (laughs) crazy. Like... It was nuts. Like, you know, like when you come home and a dog goes crazy? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, I, I would just absolutely lose my shit when I would see her. <laughs> Man, that's going to be quite the reunion, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It'll be even better if you if you do well at the games.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do well.
0: When you do well at the games.
1: Yeah. Um. Do you have an agent? I have a friend who is helping me. So he's... He's kind of my agent right now. He's, I mean, we don't, we didn't sign anything yet, but he's helping me with that. Yeah.
0: Is he Canadian?
1: Yeah. But he lives, in, uh, he live he lives in the, in the U S in California. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, so he's a free man. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> and, um, and how did you decide on him? Was it just kind of just, does he have
1: any other athletes? He's helping A couple other athletes also. He's helping Zach Watts. So he's going, okay. Zach is going to the games also. Um, I just decided to go with him because he got me my first sponsor ever a couple of years ago. So I was like, hey, you want to help me with that and everything? He's like, yeah. And we've been hanging out together a couple of times in Canada. So, yeah, he's a good friend of mine.
0: Um, so, sorry, I want to I figure this out a little more. So he wasn't like your friend in Canada. He was a, He happens to be Canadian. And... He one time just said, Hey, he just basically cold called you and was like, Hey, I got a sponsor for you. And you're like, Okay, cool, thanks. And you're like, Shit, that's it. This is a good relationship. And you just move forward forward with it.
1: Kind of. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I like that. So he proved his value.
1: Yeah. I mean, he got my first sponsor. And after that, we had the chance to meet a couple of times, hang out, train together, talk. And after a couple of times, we like a, kind of like a, we have uh, relationships start like that so we've been friends a couple years and after that he's he's just been helping me with that
0: and does he advise you on things like um like did you like before you go on a podcast like this do you ask him hey is it okay if I can go on the podcast or what do you think about doing this podcast
1: uh sometimes i got to ask him for a couple things if it's good or not he and also he's helping me hey don't forget to post about that I mean about your sponsor hey don't forget to post this next week it's important and so he's helping me with that yeah
0: it, so you still do your own Instagram
1: yeah do most of the athletes still do their own Instagram I don't know that's a good question uh, I like to do it by myself I would like to have someone to help me with just to get a little bit better at it but I like to respond to my DM by myself and make sure that the people that, 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 that the person who is answering the fan question it's me and not somebody else Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It would be nice if someone, is that, is that an added benefit of being at at mayhem that like they'll, they'll, you'll get pictures, you'll get content. The guy will cut you off. Like if you did a snatch and you look good, he'll be like, Hey, do you want this Samuel? And and he gives it to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, we interviewed Zach Watts. He was a great guy, right? Brian, didn't we, we interviewed that guy. And he, what did he? he what, there was something I was, I, I, I quoted him the other day, but I gave someone else the credit for it. Do you remember what that yeah, was?
2: Yeah, because then we corrected it afterwards. No, I'm struggling to remember right now. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> did he do the last chance qualifier? No,
2: he was fifth place at the Mac. No, he,
0: yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I have him and Andrew Luckett Ban- they're, Brandon they're Luckett. Two it, Brandon all. Luckett. <laughs>
2: What did Andrew, I call? I
0: don't know what <laughs> God damn it, Samuel! I will not forget your name. Samuel Cornway. Yeah, I will not forget your name.
1: You're pretty. You're pretty good to say my last name, actually. It's uh, I'm
0: telling you, Brian beat it into me. I was having a blast with it, making fun of you for a long time, and he was just like, every he didn't like it. So he just kept correcting me, kept correcting me.
1: I remember it can be worse. My when I was an original, 2018. I mean, I was nobody at this time, and. I was racing Tim Poulsen in in the muscle workout. So the announcer, I don't remember the guy. He was like, oh, and now Sam, oh, Sam is racing against
2: Tim. (laughs) He didn't even even try.
1: He he was like, what the heck is that name?
0: (laughs) As long as I don't look at it, I'm fine. The second I look at it, I I can't say it. Like I'm I'm looking at it now and that was a mistake. (laughs) That was a mistake. As long as I don't look at it, I can say it. Like, I just like Pat, Patrick Vellner. Like, it I just, it just reads just like that. Vellner, Patrick Vellner, Jeffrey Adler, Samuel. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then even the guy below you. What's, the, what's his, yeah, it? What's it? Alex? Vigno. Yeah. 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 It's just and then, and then maybe that's why Patrick and Brent are so popular because their names are so easy. easy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the. It's not probably I mean, not the is, three straight years inside the top four at the games. It's just the ease of the name. Sam, when you're talking yeah. to your agent and you're looking at this year, do you guys like recognize that if you do as well as you think you're going to do this year, it's also going to open up doors for you get sponsorship wise and endorsements and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we've been talking with a couple company, uh for the last month, but I mean, I decided to not sign anything before the games because if I do well, I want more. So you're you're so, taking
2: a chance on yourself. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I believe in myself. And yeah, so I decided to not sign anything and just wait until the games to see what's going to happen.
0: Have you always
1: believed in yourself? No. Oh, no no, no that's been that's been a rough. I mean, not rough road for me to, to do that, but uh, I guess when I was, when I was, I guess when I had my car accident, stopped playing hockey, it was such a rough moment for me. So moving from another to another sport was completely new for me, and passing from a team sport to an individual sport, it's pretty different. It's not the same mindset every time because when you or like in a team sports, you're going to play for the, your other partners in the teams. When you're by yourself, it's, I mean, if you suck, it's because of yourself. There's nobody else to, to complain about it. It just, if you didn't do well, it's your fault. So that was kind of hard at the beginning, but now I'm good. Um, yeah. I'm super-
0: it's weird. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if weird is the right word. Uh, it's interesting. Some, some, some athletes, when they tell me they believe in themselves, I I sense they're faking it until they make it, but I don't. But I don't sense that from you. I sense like you really believe it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna prove it. Also,
0: there you go. That's why. That's it's comments like that that make me believe you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's to be honest. Last year, being online pissed me off because for some people, I mean, I finished 10. That's a big thing. I mean, I, I finished 35 the first year, and the second year I finished 10th. That's a huge improvement i mean i mean for me it's a huge improvement so and this year I, f- I set myself an higher goal and i want to i want to do it but it pissed me off last year because for some people finishing 10th online doesn't count i'm like hey guys by the way there's all the guy who works with me or, or all the same guy who works with me in 2019 it's the same fucking feel sorry for my language but it's the same feel so why it's online it doesn't count so my goal this year is just to not at least finish top 10, but do better and step on that fucking podium and just shut up everybody who told me, who told that about me and just like, oh yeah, you finished 10 because it was online. No, go. No, no, I mean, I'm going to stop there because it's pissed me off. But I'm like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to prove to everybody who say that, that you're wrong. I deserve my place, my place there. And I'm one of the best.
0: Um, who, who were the top, who were the five men who went to the games last year to the ranch? It was Medeiros, Matt, Adler,
2: Sam Quant, and Noah. Quant. Olson. Yeah.
0: And, and uh, Brian, do you think that the, those, all, all of those guys minus Matt, of course, will be in the top 10 this year? Oh, I guess minus Matt and Quant,
2: Medeiros, Olson and Adler. Um, yeah, no, I don't think all three of them will be in the top 10 this year.
0: You don't think Adler will be? Not,
2: I, I, don't, I won't release my rankings closer to the games, but I think that the men's field is is very, very deep this year, and there are a lot of guys that are going to make it very difficult to even to finish in the top ten.
0: And will you be releasing that on this podcast so I can make another $13.84 off of you?
2: If you want to do that, yeah, we could do it maybe Sunday night or something. I
0: would love to do that. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're, 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 all your hard work is sending my kids to jujitsu. Thank you. Um, so so basically, you you you're lever you're, you're leveraging everything you can to keep this mindset. I mean, you you have the whole you 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 have things. You have the the idea that you know that if you do well, at least better and bigger sponsors. You know that um, it changes the discussion in the. You know, yeah. from pundits like guys who talk shit about you behind your back, like me and Brian, and um, you have the you have the healthy love and pressure from your family and the sacrifices. God, I hate that word, and the commitment that they've um, put into you. Yep. You have a whole yeah. It's smart. Yep. It's really, really smart. I think we're done.
2: <laughs> Sam, I got a last last question for you for now. Does any part of you think that the, yeah. uh, like, cause you were, you were set to compete at the Atlas games and that was obviously canceled right at the last moment. And since then you haven't had a live competition to do, but you've had, you know, you could, you could look at it as a disappointment that you didn't, haven't had that chance to prove yourself, or you could maybe say, well, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. I've had 18 months to train by myself, to put in the work, to refine certain things. And now I have an opportunity to show the best version of myself that maybe if you have done Atlas games, maybe you do one or two more sanctionals and it's maybe distractions from getting to this point. Is there a part of you that sees like, maybe this is the best thing that happened. I could put in this base. I can put up my best product and then build my career off of that.
1: Uh, I always believe that everything happened for a reason. So I guess so. I guess it's, it's on the moment what it sucks, but at the end it's, it is what it is. and I can't do anything about it. So Maybe I'll say yes,
0: what would you say, yeah, um, wouldn't that be fascinating if you won the games this year in relationship to the fact that you train with Rich, who's still training his ass off would you are you going back to from what you can see right now, obviously, you can't make a commitment a year's a long way away, but do you see yourself coming back to mayhem next year? oh, yeah. You found your groove. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and do you think you'll? So, I'm leaving sort of the the discussion here. But are, are you? Or would you think you'll bring your wife next year? Do you think you would ever move to Cookville?
1: Uh, for now, I don't think it's possible. But maybe in the in the near future, maybe.
0: Man, that would be fascinating. And 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 this thing, this what they have an event called the Mayhem Classic. You referenced. Brian? It was
2: a sanctional uh, one year. I don't know if they'll if they'll run that event again or not going forward.
0: Do they do any competitions
2: there in Cookville that Mayhem sponsors?
1: Uh, I mean, they, don't
0: they have a charity event?
1: They have some charity event. They're not in Cookville. I don't remember what the city is. And I think they're actually they're, they're actually planning another competition. In November, but I can't tell you what is the name and where. I don't know. know Does
0: does Rich ever compete individually in those? No.
2: The the charity events are usually teams or teams of three or something like that, and he'll always participate, but it's always in some kind of a team environment.
1: Yeah.
0: Boy, what a what a draw that would be if he if he participated as an individual, so that people who wanted to take their shot at him could take their shot at him. He did. But man, if you won the games. That would, that's got to fuck with his head a little bit because he trains with you every day and he's got to be like, well, shit, no. I'm going to go back next year and beat this guy up.
1: No, 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 no. He's he's just going to be happy for me.
0: Okay, I'm. Oh, I'm sure he will be. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he will be. I, I've, I've never, I've never seen the high anything from Rich except the highest level of sportsmanship gentlemen. Oh, yeah, speaking of sportsmanship, do you learn that from Rich too? I was always impressed. I always thought that Rich, I mean, obviously Matt too, but I always thought that Rich had the best movement in the sport, meaning he didn't leave anything up to the judges. Have you learned any of that from him?
1: Uh, no, I've always been a fair player, so I don't like to lose. I mean, I'm, com- I'm a competitor, so for sure I want to win. I don't like to lose, but I have enough respect for all the athletes where I'm competing against them. To if they beat me fair enough, like if, if everything is fair be, and, and the guy beat me, I'll go, in, I'm gonna go to him and say, Hey, good job, you deserve this one.
0: Love that, but you're not gonna beat me next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> thank you, Samuel. Thanks, Cornway.
1: thanks to you guys. Why don't I,
0: hey, will you say your name once for me in French? Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's Samuel Cornoyer.
0: Samuel, say your last name again.
1: Cornoyer.
0: Cornoyer. Samuel.
1: So, like in English, just Cornoyer. Cornoyer. Yeah, that's good.
0: Samuel Cornoyer.
1: Yeah, or just Sam. Sam is good.
0: Does anyone call you Samuel? No, nobody. (laughs) Except for seven.